all salespeople. I'm calling all salespeople. Get prepared for a slim, long-headed brother with skills. Wearing a tailored suit, polished shoes, and gold watch. Last seen in Atlanta, boarding a plane, on his way to do another training. Sales pros, tighten up. Good morning, sales pros and aspiring sales pros, and welcome to episode 66 of the Sales is Simple podcast. I'm your host, Tamon Jamison, and this week I want to talk to you from the title, No More Than Your Customer. Now, for those of you who this is your first time listening to the Sales is Simple podcast, I want to sincerely thank you for finding this podcast or thanking the individual who presented this podcast to you. And if you have not had a chance to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform that you are listening to this on, please make sure to go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do me a favor and rate and review the podcast to give me some insight after you listen to it on what you liked, what you didn't like, and maybe what you want to hear from in the future. Also, those of you who have been longtime listeners, I want to sincerely thank you as well for your continued support of the Sales of Simple podcast. I do this for you each and every week, and I wouldn't be here without you. So with that being said, let's get right into today's topic of knowing more than your customer. And I'll tell you where this topic came from. Those of you who have been listening for some time know that I got my start in the car business, selling cars, and then was a manager for several years, the vast majority of my career. So naturally, I gravitate towards the automotive industry. And the other day, I'm riding down the street, I get stopped at a stoplight right next to a Ford store, and I noticed something from the street, and I could tell exactly what was being played out just from watching what was happening. So there was a couple looking to purchase a cargo van, you know, probably some type of work van, maybe they were contractors or painters or you know carpenters or something of that nature, and they were looking at the van, and I could tell the salesperson was trying to open the hood. And as he was trying to open the hood, he was squatting down, he was looking through the grill, he couldn't quite figure out where the latch was to open up the hood. And I could see that nobody was talking while he was actually trying to open the hood. The customer wasn't talking, salesperson wasn't talking, and he showed himself as an amateur by not knowing the basic stuff on how to open the hood of that cargo van. As I sat there and watched this whole situation play out, I noticed that the customer actually grabbed the hood without looking through the grill, went right to the latch, opened it up, okay? Now, the salesperson is supposed to be the professional. And yes, I know that he probably has a couple hundred cars that he has tries to sell, especially being that this was a used car, so this may not be a car that he's familiar with day in and day out. He doesn't sell it all the time. But when a customer comes to that lot, they're expecting you to know more than they know. At least what he could have done to show some professionalism was keep some conversation going while he was actually trying to open the hood. But he wasn't doing anything. He was just struggling. And I'm sure there was an awkward silence enough that the customer said, basically in, in, his, in his head, watch out, I got it. So he opens the hood. Now the customer is in control of the process and he has already shown himself to know more than the salesperson knows. Now, this is a scenario that plays out in many different sales industries, not just in the car business, not just in the industry that you sell in, 
but the customers get a chance to know more than you do as the salesperson. Now, how is that possible? Well, let's be honest with ourselves and understand that, first of all, we are not always as proficient on our product or our service as we should be. We get lazy. We don't study it enough. Manufacturers may tell us or the company may tell us, okay, we got a new product coming out or we have one of the reps coming in. They're going to do some training. But outside of that, we naturally don't take it upon ourselves to learn each and every day. We don't take 15 or 20 minutes. I'm not talking about hours at a time sitting in front of a computer watching some online test. I'm talking about taking 15 to 20 minutes every day to learn something about your product or your service that you didn't know yesterday. Okay. Think about what a client does. Customer decides, and let's go back to that example of the guy trying to buy the cargo van. Customer has done tons of research online as far as what manufacturer van that he wants, whether it's going to be a Chevy, a Ford, um, what size he wants, what dealership maybe he wants it from, what price he's, he's willing to pay for it or what the market will bear for that, and what proximity the dealership may be to where he's located. Now, that may include hundreds of hours of study, okay? At a bare minimum, he's probably putting in Six, seven, eight hours worth of study, maybe not all at one time, but between checking his phone, going online, going to a search engine, doing some research, checking out reviews, probably putting in six, seven, eight hours worth of time at a minimum just to study that particular product. And then he runs into a salesperson who's spent zero time or very little time studying that same product that the customer's coming in to buy. Okay, now I want to be real for a minute and explain to you and let you know and agree with you that sometimes it is impossible to know more than the customer on a particular item. And that is for the reason I just laid out. Customers have a chance to get laser focused on a specific offering that you have and they can spend as much of their free time as they want studying that particular offering. They can study it in the morning. They can study it at night on their lunch break. They can listen to a podcast on it. They can watch YouTube videos about it. And they can take one day and allocate four or five hours to study that particular offering. Or they can take and study that over a period of months and put in hundreds of hours of study depending on how specific they are to knowing what they're trying to buy and or how much they have to spend. Obviously, the more you're asking for a customer to pay, the more research they're going to do online and talk to their neighbors and read reviews and figure out where's the best place to get the right value for the product or service that you're trying to sell them. I'm sure somebody who's going out to spend a couple hundred dollars for a new TV on Black Friday is not as going to spend as much time as somebody who's going to go out and spend sixty or $70,000 on an automobile or a couple hundred thousand on a new house, okay? So keep in mind that you may not know as much as the customer knows, and that's quite all right. That is the beauty of the sales is simple approach. You don't have to know every single minute detail about what it is you're trying to sell unless you own the company now if you own the company yes you need to know every single minute point 
about what it is you're trying to sell to customer. But if you're just an employee, and I don't say that to be negative, but if you're an employee that works for another company, you may not know every single spec on every single item that you're trying to sell. But the customer may. That may be important to them. And so you just have to have a working knowledge of what it is you're trying to sell. All right. Going back again, we want to use the example of the guy who was trying to open up the hood. The working example that he could have used was he could have been talking to the client while he was actually trying to open the hood. He could have been asking questions while he was trying to open the hood. He could have been making some kind of joke saying, oh, man, you know what? This thing is not cooperating with me today. Just anything to break up the monotony and not make it seem like he didn't know what he was doing because it was evident to me from the street that he had never opened the hood on this particular model of van before. And the client sees that as well. Now, how does that translate to what's going to transpire later? Well, now the commission level is going to be reduced because the customer is not going to see this salesperson as a professional. And as a result of that, they're not going to be open to paying the salesperson what that salesperson asks when they start negotiating the price. Same thing happens in your business. When you build that rapport and you show yourself as a professional, that elevates the amount of money that you can ask the customer to pay because they see the value not just in the offering that you have, but they see the value in you as the professional. When they don't see that value in you, that starts to reduce the amount of money that they are willing to pay for this offering because they don't attribute a value to what you bring to the situation. So if you happen to run into that customer who knows more about what you're selling than you do, it's very imperative that you use the sales of simple approach to first set yourself apart and then start asking the right questions. Because if you have at least a working knowledge of what the customer wants and what you have to offer, you'll be able to merge those two together and land them on that perfect offering. That is the purpose of me using the word perfect because you don't have to know every single detail about what it is you sell, but you have to make it as if the customer realizes that what you know about the product is all you need to know to sell them. And what I mean by that is if that person comes in and they were talking about the van and the only reason they were popping the hood was to see if it had a certain type of motor in it that would give them enough torque and horsepower to enable them to work throughout the day without getting bogged down. Maybe they were carrying carpets in the back of it and they need to make sure that they have a V8 engine versus a V6 engine. That may be the only reason he's popping the hood. And if you know that as a salesperson, then you begin to talk about the importance of that V8 engine, how much horsepower it has, and the fact that it will carry the load of what that customer is trying to carry. That's all you have to talk about. You don't have to talk about how long the engine has been made. You don't have to talk about, you know, who was the engineer behind the creation of that engine. You don't have to talk about how it's positioned within the hood. None of that matters to that customer. Yeah, you may know that information or you may not. But at this point, all you're trying to do is let the customer know, hey, I understand why you're looking under the hood. I understand why it's important for you to look under the hood and realize maybe the customer does his own maintenance. 
And he wants to see how easy it is for him to get to everything so he can change his oil or top off his fluids or do whatever else he needs to do under the hood. And by you asking the right questions, you'll be able to find out that's why he's opening up the hood. And now all I'm going to talk about is how easy it is to get to the brake fluid, to change the oil, to reach the filter, to do everything that he wants to do under the hood. It's not about how the machine is made and what the engine looks like. It's about how that translates to that specific customer. I want you guys to really let that sink in. You have to understand that what you're trying to present has to resonate with that specific client. And the only way you're going to understand what resonates with that specific client is if you ask the customer the right questions, as we talked about in last week's episode. You want to know more about the person than you do about what you're trying to sell. And then you can have those fluid conversations about the fact that maybe his wife is going to be riding along with him. So he wants to see how much room is in the front seat. Maybe the seats need to be adjustable. Maybe there needs to be a dual climate control and why all of that matters to this specific this specific customer. Because when the next customer comes in and wants to get the same type of van, there may be a completely different reason why they want to buy it and you need to resonate with them okay so don't get intimidated when somebody comes in and they know more about your product than you do as a matter of fact get excited about that because that is an easy way to show that you have set yourself apart because what most salespeople will do especially sales amateurs would do when they run across somebody who knows more than they do they kind of put their tail between their legs and they whimper away and what i mean by that is they are scared to talk to the customer. They're scared to bring up facts that they know. They are trying to challenge the customer and get into a little competition. Customer says, you know, they have a long list of things that they start listing about the product or service. And when they hit that one, that maybe not be true or maybe has been updated since the customer's done their research, salesperson is quick to point out, oh no, that's not correct because they want to show themselves as a professional in their eyes. But that's not being professional. Professionals will let the customer talk and let the customer show their expertise and they will actually commend somebody on the amount of research that they've done. You know, one of the things that I've seen countless salespeople who are professionals who will succeed with a customer who knows a lot and who has researched a lot is they will tell them, man, it's great to talk to somebody who actually understands the product or actually understands how this works or has actually done some homework so that we can have an intelligent conversation about the product or service. What you've just done is patted the customer on the back and says, hey, I appreciate the fact that you've done all that work and I'm not minimizing all the research that you put into figuring out what you want. The customer then begins to realize that you are on their side and you're not trying to combat them, but you're trying to take the information that they have and help to show them why they've made a good decision. Everybody wants to make a good decision when they purchase something, whether they're doing the research on the right product or service or once they purchase it, people even go look at reviews after they bought it and says, OK, well, how do people rate and review this product? after they purchased it you know how does the tv operate after they purchased it how does this neighborhood respond to crime how are the kids how's the school system how's everything in this neighborhood after i buy this house okay so make sure that you don't try to combat the customer but you take the information that they have 
you add some personality. And this is another reason why it's important to talk more and ask more about the customer than you do about the product. Because in this scenario, you're not going to win. If all you're talking about is the product, you're going to constantly be in a battle with that customer because they're going to be trying to say a fact. You're going to be saying a fact. They're going to be talking about a spec. You're going to be talking about a spec. They're going to be asking you about a feature and you're going to be talking about that feature and you're not going to have any kind of genuine connection. It's going to be like talking to a robot. There's going to be no personality there. And when it comes to the fact of starting to get into the pricing and explaining your value proposition, they're not going to see you bringing any value to the table because you haven't told them anything that they already didn't know. You haven't connected with them. You haven't found out about their background, their history, why they do so much research. Maybe they've been burned in the past and the reason they do so much research is they want to be sure that they're not going to get burned again. All of these things come into play when you're dealing with somebody who may know more than you. So the title to this week's episode is a little tricky because you don't always have to know more than your customer. You just have to know enough about your product or service if you don't know more than them, okay? Again, there are times when you should know, and I'm not saying not to study, not to get more proficient at understanding what you sell, but when you are new to a company, you are new to a product or service, you're still in training, or new updates come out, or you just haven't studied, you can be honest with yourself, you just haven't been studying the product enough, when that customer comes in, you have to be the true professional and start to talk about them, start to find out about them, and then you can tell a story on how this product or service, how you're offering, is going to make their lives better, okay? But I don't want you to get lazy, sales pros, okay? If you feel like you have anything that you sell that a customer may know more than you about it, get to studying, okay? Just take 15, start with 15 or 20 minutes a day. Start with listening to something on your commute, okay? Take 15, 20 minutes during your lunch break, 15, 20 minutes in the morning, 15, 20 minutes after lunch. Just block off 15 to 20 minutes, and here's another opportunity for you to set yourself apart because as you're studying those 15 to 20 minutes, all the other salespeople are trying to make a sale, and the problem with them trying to make a sale is when they run across that customer, they don't know as much as you do. And so when you're trying to connect, you have a working knowledge of your product where they're just trying to talk about only the things that they know about the product. Okay. So guys, make sure you know more than your customer. Put yourself in position to know more than your customer. And if you do not know more than your customer, don't get upset about it. All right. Don't get fearful about it. Don't get intimidated by the customer. Just connect with them and show them that you appreciate the fact that they have done a lot of studying on that product or service. So thank you guys for rocking with me again for another week. We're getting close to that 20-minute mark, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Make sure that you're taking some time to study because you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your family, you owe it to the customers, and you owe it to the company. Look forward to bringing you some more information next week. Make sure you reach out to me if you have any questions or comments, as well as any topics that you want me to discuss on upcoming episodes, whether next week or further on down the line. And until that time, always make sure that you remember that the best way to get what you want is by giving others what they want.